Hello, hello, beautiful soul. What's up to all my bellas, bellos, bellequis? I'm Nicole P. here with Mystic Bella Tarot and Botanicals, and I'm coming to you from a suburb south of Seattle. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. I really am truly honored that you press play, and I hope that you stay for the duration of this episode. To all my folks who have listened and hung out with me on this platform before, welcome back. And I also am truly honored that you press play and have come back to uh, hang out with me here. Coming to you from a suburb south of Seattle. And uh, I post here and record here um, somewhat sporadically. I will admit that that is one (laughs) of my... Um, that is one of the things that I am continuously working on to be consistent and timely on, um, sharing reflections around tarot, cosmic influences and things in between doesn't always happen. Um, sometimes I am recording weekly and I take hiatuses. I think that's the word like breaks, um, and then come back. So, um. Yeah, that's just what I'm flowing with, have been some for some time, um, and I think it's just the flow, like many of us, right? How do you balance or allow flow these different things that are going on with day jobs, passion projects, friends, family, etc.? Um, I think it has been about one month since I have recorded. I recorded um, when we entered into 2020 and um, then uh, I just focused a little bit more on YouTube and uh, with some of my clients uh, in person and phone reading. So I'm really um, happy that I'm sitting here in my studio this afternoon. This is Saturday afternoon. It's actually the last day of February. So um, this month has been an intense one for me. So coming here to record, it's very symbolic. It's a way of um, closing out some of the challenges that I've faced in this month. Um, Or I should say also opportunities. And um, setting the tone for March and being more connected and open uh, to um, to the practice and to the passion project and to what I love. I love being able to share my reflections on um, tarot, etc. And um, I want to share with this with this. I want to share, excuse me, share something with you very briefly before I go into the reflection that I have around this Pisces season, and that is. One of the things that has, um, I've been feeling very stuck and I share this because let me just state this before I actually share, I share, I'm sharing this because not that, um, I want this episode to be all about me. Um, but rather I'm sharing this because I think, and I feel that when we begin to share the stuff we go through with one another, it serves as a mirror for us to be able to say, like, I'm okay. Wow. Like hearing another person's 
uh, journey and struggles or opportunities or unfolding and releasing is a way for us to not only validate what we are going through, it provides a space for us to feel like I'm okay. Yes, it validates and it also provides some sort of inspiration. So, um, I have not pushed through many of my blockages this month. Part of it uh, is because uh, the blockages <laughs> were so intense and I couldn't push through them. And the other pieces is that I, I allowed myself to just take time to breathe and to feel like I'm blocked and I'm not going to push through it. And I'm not afraid that it won't mean that I at one point will not be successful. Um. So I want to share that, that sometimes we do need to just pull back and retreat. And, um, and there are times where we feel like retreating and we do have to push through. This is one of those times that I was like, you know what? No, you can just like sit back and retreat. Like it is okay to do so. One of the biggest things that I, um, experienced this month was, um, the passing of Sassy La Loca Pata Feliz. She was my dog. She had been with me for almost 14 years. And uh, this dog, well, she has a brother who's still living. And I love him tremendously too. His name is Guantes. Um, and Sassy La Loca Pata Feliz and I were connected on this deeper sort of level. It's as if I recognized her. I really feel in my heart of hearts that Sassy and I have been together in past lives. Like I would see her and I recognized her and it's something that words cannot explain. And she had not been doing well for some time. She has cancer and she's actually was diagnosed with cancer in like 2010. And she did like she just kept going. She was a force to be reckoned with. And, uh, but la the last couple of years, like I started to witness how she slowly started fading some. And I actually, <laughs> it's been a couple of years that I would just keep on looking at her and like, is it time? Uh, she's passed yet. Um, but she would just then have burst and just go. But it wasn't till the last like uh, six months or three months that I really, really was like, whoa, it's super getting close to her time to pass. And, um, you know, it was to the point where sometimes I would come home and she wouldn't get up to greet me because she was so exhausted. And um, I just pray to the spirits, like, help me to understand and know when it's the time. If she's not going on her own, you know, spirits show me or let me know when it's time for her to go so I can help her transition. It's never an easy decision. If you've had, if you've been in this position and you have animals, pets, loved ones that are fur creatures, you know, it's never an easy clear cut decision. You can read all about it, but like when you're in it, it's, it's never an easy decision, right? And so, um, I just uh, am in wonder about how spirit just took over and showed me. And so um, it has been 
uh, painful, sad, but yet so amazing to just be witness to how spirit made it all come together and showed me that, yes, no, this is the time and you need to be able to help her pass over. Um, I had taken her, it was interesting, it was on uh, February 14th, it was a Friday, and uh, I took her into the vet for an eye cream, like I, she had a, something up in her eye, and she didn't get to see her regular vet, uh, it was a vet tech, and I told the vet tech, and I started crying so hard, and I was like, I know it's not her time yet, I mean, it's coming soon, but I don't know how soon, but in the meantime, can you please give her medicine, because I don't want her to suffer, and you know, if this is an infection, but I'm not ready to put her to sleep because I don't think she's totally ready and I don't know what to do. And my mom previously had called me and said, you know, they might say it's time to put her to sleep. And I was like, well, I don't know. Let me just go. So she went, she got an antibiotic, got the eye cream. And that night, um, in the middle of the night, um, I woke to her having a really intense seizure. I thought she was having cardiac arrest. And it was really intense. And I thought she was going. And I just, you know, was with her and praying over her. And she came out of it. And the look that she gave me and just witnessing this, I just told her in spirit at that moment that it's it's time. I, I need to step up and I need to help her. And I told the dog, Sassy, I need to help you transition because I don't want you to go through this again. This isn't going to take you to another level of suffering, and I can't have that. So I called that Saturday and um, scheduled the appointment. And I'll tell you this. This is what the, uh, the amazing piece of it was, is that from that Friday late in the middle of the night, which was probably Saturday, I made the call. That whole So I made the call. Her appointment was the following Tuesday. From Saturday up until Tuesday, she was showered. She always was showered. We spoiled our dogs. So I was always crazy about my dogs. But we just really came together in ceremony to not only celebrate her, but to call spirit to help her transition on. I mean, I was making <laughs> my dogs pancakes and bacon and eggs for breakfast for the next few days. We, as humans, only had the scraps. Like, everything was intentionally about the dogs. Of course, Guantes is still here, but he also benefited from this celebration of life of Sassy. And we just made it just, like, all about her. Sleeping with her, laying with her for days, doing nothing but laying and sitting around talking and loving her. And it was absolutely beautiful. In fact, let me tell you this about the food piece. We gave her so much food so many things she ate so so much when I took her in on Tuesday for the actual time that we had to help her to pass she gained over two pounds because she was having pot roast sandwiches she was having bacon grease in her food pancakes bacon sausage patties she was living it up pig ears you name it um so that was the beautiful piece of it. We were able to really create the space of ceremony and helping her pass. And what I realized, and I didn't at the time, because I was so focused on her, was that the day she passed was the beginning of Pisces season. And I felt like, wow, with what this meant, like how symbolic, how symbolic of this Pisces season. And that brings me to what I wanted to share today on this podcast. So we're 
clearing Pisces season. We've already had our new moon. Our full moon is coming up on March 9th. And that's going to be a full moon in Virgo. And oh, gosh, just thinking about that is really fascinating to think about how Virgo and full moon is going to really mm, impact and kind of lead us to some sort of like balanced feeling because we have this Pisces connected to Neptune, like this underworld, the mystery. And it's like the releasing of what needs to be released and what needs to be birthed into this world. And Virgo connected to the hermit and being so much Mm. One of the things I love about Virgos is they're so orderly. Like they really get shit done in just a whole nother different way. And so it'll be interesting. And we'll talk about that on a future episode. But coming back into Pisces season, it's like this intense water. For some folks I've seen just on the Instagram world and other social media platforms, it's like, yeah, I feel great. This is my season and uh, kudos, like high five to you. And, uh, you know, with every season, there's always people in between and, and the opposite spectrum where it's like, oh my gosh, this season is kicking my ass. And I feel like I'm one of those folks, you know, it's really interesting. And I have to look at and think about for my own life, what does it mean? Like, what did it mean or does it mean that, um, I was on the threshold with a spirit that I loved so dearly, my sassy. And I helped her transition on the exact day that Pisces season started. And what does that mean? Because there's a lot, there's other pieces um, that this uh, pet was so connected to. And, um, you know, for, for many folks... This time of Pisces season is about like this clearing away, but not necessarily as far as like I'm cleansing as far as, um, hmm, like I'm thinking of showering. It's not in that aspect, but it's really as like thinking of the sea, right? Thinking of the sea and thinking of the depths of the sea and all of those mysteries and secrets and unknowns that are at the depths of the sea. And it's as if we are swimming in those depths and we come to shore and we begin to crawl to shore to stand on our feet because Pisces is connected to our feet. And what comes out from us after we've been swimming in those depths? It's a question to think about, right? What are some of the mysteries that we harbor in ourselves, in our souls, in our deeper subconscious selves that are yearning to come to shore? The two cards that are associated the two major arcanas, I should say, because there are minor arcanas that are associated with this card as well, with this season, excuse me, as well. But the major arcanas are the moon, as well as what I like to call the suspended one, traditionally known as the hangman. And so it begins us, when you think of those two cards together, one being suspended, but not in pain, hanging out in suspension as a way to be enlightened 
and the moon card. Thinking of the moon card as this element that sheds light, that also can mm, provoke this sense of connection to animals, to our instincts, like our natural instincts as well. Thinking of the moon card also as a card that represents birth and death. Not in the same way as the death card, right? Not in the same way, but rather as this cycle of birth and death and what happens in between. It's about reflection, about dreams, intuition, the unconscious and the subconscious cycles. Mm. I recently received a message, an actual phone message, and this was from a dear friend, and we go back a long ways. Um, I also read for her not too long ago, and the message was that she called and left a message and just stating this. She wasn't calling to ask for answers or solutions. She was calling to just share. And she was sharing that um, like about two nights after, two to three nights after the new moon in, a, in a Pisces. She woke up about 3.30 in the morning and her heart hurt. And not in a physical sense as far as she was having a heart attack or heartburn or anything like that. But her heart hurt from emotional. Like emotionally her heart was heavy and it was hurting so bad. And she sat up and she was just crying, crying, crying uncontrollably. And she was so, so, so sad. But she couldn't understand or name the sadness. She just felt it. And it was intense and it was deep. And she shuddered and um, wasn't able to go back to sleep. She had to, like many of us have to, when we're going through these experiences, pull it somewhat together to be able to go to work, right? Because <laughs> you have to do that. Um, went to work, felt fine, and then it came upon her again. Uh, she was saying in her message that she wasn't understanding why. She wasn't sure, sure, excuse me, if it was what was going on cosmically, but she just was so sad and she just cannot stop crying. Now, she, like I said, she shared with it, shared this with me, not to necessarily say, hey, this is going on. Can you give me an answer? No, but just sharing. And um, I... Uh, sent her a video in response and it wasn't in response to as far as this is what you should do because she didn't ask for that and also to who am I to say what she should do because I don't know that but I wanted to share with her just to say thank you thank you for this um, thank you for confiding and trusting in me to be able to share something so deep and when I was sitting to do this and and sharing back with her but I made it through a video uh, something that came to me really strong is this 
And (laughs) this is actually the whole point of this episode today was to share this nugget. I feel like it's a really golden nugget, right? (sighs) And I'm just going to say what it is and what I feel. Are you ready? The body knows. The body knows how to release what no longer serves us. The body knows how to care for our spirit, for our mind, excuse me, and for our hearts. The body knows. And we need to be able to come into a space where we trust our body to do what it needs to do. Even if it doesn't feel good, even if we strive to understand it in our minds, we need to be able to come to a place where we trust our bodies. Now, one caveat here, and I need to say this because I want to be responsible. If something doesn't ever feel right in your body, please, by all means, seek help, right? That's not to say if something is really, really wrong, doesn't feel right, just trust it. If something's really wrong, seek out medical, right? Medical help or advice. I'm talking in this way of this like esoteric spiritual transcendence of when we are just don't know why either somatically these things are coming out through tears, through crabbiness, through all different ways that our body can be releasing and our minds don't understand it, but it's just going, it's just rolling and flowing. Trust our bodies because we don't always need to understand and know. That's just the ego. That's our humanness coming into be. Our body is this divine vessel that knows how to care for itself. Those tears I told her, you don't need to know each tear. You don't need to remember why you are crying for your body is protecting you. Because to relive whatever sorrow is being released might be too much. Might be really, really, really hard to feel. So your body is dancing magically, I told her, with the cosmos and releasing. And your mind doesn't need to know. Be open to the wisdom of the body. Be open to know that you are being cared for. And when we make that commitment to transcend, to do that deep level healing, it's not pretty. It's not, there's no damn Instagram filter that's going to make it look nice. This shit, this stuff, it's tough. It's hard. It is intense. And the more we start to talk with one another about that intensity, we can normalize it, right? Because we still feel like it's not normal. We still feel like there's a stigma to it, but it's deep transcendence work. It's the body doing what it needs to do in order for the spirit to continue to heal. So I share this so that you may take any of these words into your life. If you're going through something very similar, maybe this may be a, a place that you feel validated, you feel normalized, whether it be Pisces season, Leo season, whatever season, right? 
May, may these words soothe you and wrap you in your dance, right? May they soothe you and wrap you as you commit to your healing, as you commit to your journey. And thinking about bringing it back to the cards, the suspended one, as well as the moon, how do we just hang out? And just be open and allow this releasing the moon, the cycles. How do we do that? What ways are you honoring yourself in radical self-care to be able to be comfortable in suspending beliefs, judgments, and even actions so that you can be open? Open for the energy of the moon, of the reflection. Open to hear your dreams. Open to your intuition. This is what I feel is so vital in this season. So if you're crying and not understanding why, just trust your body and trust your soul that it's releasing as it should. It doesn't feel good. I know that. I go through it constantly. I go through all these different cycles. That's why I'm not even always on, always on time with these episodes. I'm going through a lot of stuff as well. And I myself, I read for other people. So there's never like, no one is free from this, right? When we commit to make this, um, like when we have this commitment for this transcendence, for this deep spiritual work and healing, no one, no one is free from it. It happens to everybody at all levels. And it's part of the dance. It's part of the journey. And it's how we open and how we are gentle with ourselves. So that beautiful soul is what I wanted to share with you. I wanted to share a little bit about my life, what has been going on, about my sassy, la loca, pata feliz. And then also share about the body knows, trusting body. And also thinking about if you have a tarot deck, look out the suspended one, as I call. Uh, you may see it as the hangman. And the moon. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you currently? We have uh, quite a few more weeks in this Pisces season. So it's, it's definitely the time is here for us to be able to do some, some uh, work around this. I like to think of just call it the sea. What's waiting for us at the sea? What's inviting us to swim out into the sea? to shower, to heal, to nourish, to strengthen us on our journey. Um, I wanted to share with you very briefly too, if you haven't picked up this book already, I feel like it's a really, really great one. Chani Nichols, you were born for this. I'm working through this book right now myself, um, understanding uh, the impacts of your signs, your ascendance, et cetera, et cetera. So that is um, my book re recommendation for this episode, I'm going to try, well, I'm going to try, I'm going to do it, but my, um, what I'd like to do is actually share, um, monthly, um, the books that I am reading and recommendations. Um, and that is what I have to offer. That's what I want to say about today. You were born for this astrology for radical self-acceptance. I love this book and I'm really excited. I'm going to probably be using pieces of it 
when I work with my clients in tarot. It's just a great connection to be able to understand the very basics of your chart. And then what's really fascinating, you can bring elements of tarot into it, but I'm going to geek out and, uh, and that's not very necessary <laughs> right now. So, um, yeah, check that out. You were born for this. Channy Nichols, Channy, excuse me, Channy Nichols, um, trust your body, open to it, know that your body knows what it needs to do. And um, just honor yourself. If you are in any way, shape, or form coming to a threshold between this life and uh, beyond with loved ones, whether they be human beings, fur animals, um, really be gentle and loving with yourself because when you open, when you're part of that process of supporting, oh, process, that sounds so like linear. When you're part of that whole cycle of um, um, this life and the afterlife, um, there's a lot of lessons and things that come up. So uh, open to it. Be loving and gentle to yourself. And um, with that, I'm going to close it out. My goal was to have an episode under 30 minutes. And I'm just about there. So beautiful soul. Feel free to pass this on to anyone that you in your circle that you feel would uh, appreciate this insight, this work. Uh, I would definitely love that and be honored. If you have any comments or questions, just message me. I would love to connect with you. I really, 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 really would. And, um, you know, I wish you just love and um, just blessings and peace for whatever you are dancing with. And with that, I say peace out, mad love to you, and uh, till next time, bye-bye.